Welcome to On the Edge of Equity, where every episode features crucial conversations centered on equity, diversity, and inclusion. But this isn't just talking the talk. It's about inspiring action, asking tough questions, and getting honest answers, because that's the only way that real change happens. So today in our inaugural episode, I have with me two of my favorite Team Athena colleagues, Creative Director Dave Radfelders and Vice President of Client Success, Becky Dubin Jenkins. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Becky. Are we really your favorites? Absolutely, you are. That's really gratifying to hear. Hi, Dave. Hi, Tammy. Well, I'm so glad that you both have joined me. You know, let's get started. So, Tammy, what inspired you to launch this podcast? I know it's something you've been thinking about for a little bit of time. Becky, I'm so glad that you've asked. This is something that has been forming in my mind and heart for a number of years. I know the Athena team knows that I talk about this, talk about these issues around equity. I've talked about us doing a podcast. I strongly believe that Edie and I is not a fad. It's not this idea that you are, it should be nice to have or we should do it or that we even need an initiative. It's not an item to check off in a strategic plan. This is the place where Team Athena and I, we live and we speak our truths. We want to be authentic and we'll invite all of us to be uncomfortable in that process. It's not only my lived experiences that have steered me to doing transformational work, but it's understanding that transactional work will not get us to the place where we're doing real change. This podcast is that opportunity for us to have those conversations that are really rooted in a desire for transformation. So I'd like to know why the name? Why is it On the Edge of Equity? Dave, I'm so glad that you asked this question because I think first is understanding that difficult problems don't get resolved easily. They're not happening and they're not changing with safe and easy conversations. There has to be a willingness to be open, to speak our mind and our heart, even if that feels a bit uncomfortable. So I hope this audience gets ready to expect some bold, some even edgy conversations that are intended to generate light, but may give us a little heat from time to time. Secondly, what I feel like is hugely important as part of this work is that equity is the process by which we get to a place of equality. People of color in this community have lived too long on the edge of equity. Things may improve, as we all know, from time to time, but racial inequity and its devastating effects have not gone away. So we've looked at the movements of the 60s, the civil rights work, and we've elected a black president. Those are great. We win some battles, but we always have an opportunity to keep fighting. We're living on the edge of equity, but we're never really quite there. And sometimes even that edge feels kind of far away. Tammy, that edge does feel far away. So what can we, all of us collectively, do about it? It starts with conversations that we're having even today. The willingness to have dialogue that sometimes feels, you know, unfamiliar, uncomfortable, not always safe, but they are necessary. If we desire to have the impact that we want, We need to first acknowledge that there is a problem that exists, and it starts with conversation. I hope people will continue to have conversations like we are. This podcast will be an avenue for this. It's about making sustainable change, 
And as long as we engage in it together, we can see the change that we desire. You mentioned that the first step is sort of that acknowledgement and conversations. But then you also say that, you know, it's really about the action that makes the difference. It is about the action, Dave. Transaction is about checking the box. We are a firm that's dedicated to transformational work because we recognize that that's the power of the impact, right? And so as we engage in community, as we engage with people, we know that we're connected by our global experience as well as our local experience. We really want to do the work that is sustainable, that is about change. And in order to do that, we've got to dismantle practices and work that don't allow change to happen. It's about longevity and impact. Sometimes it starts in a transactional way. That transactional way is just what we're doing now, and that is having a conversation. But how we move it to transformational is the true work, and it's beyond conversations. It's making the personal commitment to do the personal transformational work and shift our belief systems. We acknowledge that we are responsible and accountable. That is the kind of work that our firm is engaged in. But we're also about moving the needle, and that is the work that fuels our soul. Oh, I love the way you phrase that, work that fuels our soul. I think that's a really accurate way to describe the transformational client partners that Athena works with. What type of work are these clients doing? Becky, we are in a number of industries and spaces. We've been at this for 13 years, and we've got clients that are in the real estate development space, cultural spaces, philanthropic communities that are prioritizing racial equity work. And in the last two years, I had the great honor of serving as the first chief diversity officer with Milwaukee Rep. And as many that are in our listing audience know, and certainly you as team members know that Milwaukee Rep is near and dear to my heart. It is one of the favorite institutions in this community that I support. And what I recognize is that we've been living through two pandemics, right? And so the pandemic of a health crisis, pandemic of a racial reckoning, and what Milwaukee Rep was able to do in 2018 was make racial equity truly a priority and a strategic priority. And so me having the opportunity to serve in that capacity to accelerate that work, um, to also be a vehicle for facilitating change in an institution that I believe in was incredible. And it was not just about us having a conversation or making a statement about commitment to equity, diversity, and inclusion, but putting in the work to do that. You mentioned something really interesting, Tammy, earlier on the podcast, that is make yourself uncomfortable. Aside from my chair, what do you mean when you say we should make ourselves uncomfortable? Comfortability, I think, is a human instinct. We don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't ever want to be in a space where there's strain or pain. But I also recognize that without that natural tension, we are not able to grow. And comfortability does not, us see, not allow us to see the change that we want. Discomfort forces us to grow. It requires us to move in ways that when it is safe, when it is comfortable, that we won't allow that to happen. But in this moment, of all the moments in history, I continue to remind myself that it is the uncomfortable conversations that require us to move forward 
They don't necessarily bring us peace or joy in the moment. Oftentimes they will, but they do press, press us into a place of greater level of understanding. And it is in these painful moments of time, Dave, just as you described, maybe the, you know, the chair is not as comfortable, but it allows you to have sort of the conversations that move us in ways that I think are necessary and important. And it is that uncomfortableness, that work that we put in that allows us to transform communities and lives. And that's what we're about. We are about affecting change, but also about moving to a more equitable place in this community. Thanks, Tammy. I love that. And I was also wondering what else you wanted to talk about today. This is your podcast after all. Oh, there's so many things that we can talk about, Becky. I'm going to take a moment of just personal privilege to acknowledge the work that both you and Dave have done to get us to this place where we are having conversations that matter. I'm invigorated truly to know that we have a vehicle, sustainable change to talk about ways that we can impact and influence systemic. There's nervous energy that is emerging with that excitement, but we have an opportunity to use this as a vehicle of change. And so I take that responsibility. I don't take it lightly. It is significant in my life. When I think about what fuels me, I look at my own experiences with racism, how I've had to navigate worlds around microaggressions, what it means to be the only, what it means to not belong, what it means to be in a place where you are not valued. Those are experiences that have transformed my ability to lead and to show up in this world. And so it is not in those places that I've retreated. In fact, I have faced them head on in many ways and allow my leadership to be influenced by not belonging and taking it as a challenge to affect real change. So that's what fuels me. That is what motivates me to say, yep, there's going to be days that we are going to be uncomfortable. There are going to be times and moments that these conversations are not going to feel good. And the actions that we take as a result of communing and connecting, I think are the real possibilities. And so I'm going to continue to be that change agent. I'm going to continue to push in ways that make me uncomfortable, frankly, but are necessary to see the world that I most desire. It's funny, I have friends who are into yoga and Buddhism. I know that one of the chakras is actually in your throat. So when you talk about discomfort, I just remember hearing if you don't speak your piece or you aren't communicating enough, that actually can affect your well-being because you're holding things back. So that's where make yourself uncomfortable really resonates with me. The idea that sometimes you're holding things back or just so worried about being polite or not offending somebody that sometimes the things that you have to get out. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Dave, what you're talking about, the idea that inactivity holds you hostage in many ways, that is an incredible piece of, I think, the work moving beyond sort of the uncomfortableness and being able to say that I am literally stifling my own growth and progress by not leaning into the things that make me uncomfortable. And if I look at my own leadership journey and have not stepped out in areas that 
were incredibly uncomfortable or not safe, I would not be the leader that I am today and not really working the purpose that I believe that I've been called to do. So I think you're absolutely right that there's make yourself uncomfortable is not only a natural process, but it is necessary for success. On the flip side of that discomfort, Tammy, I find comfort and brings joy. What's bringing you joy right now? Oh, I've got a few things that are bringing me joy. At the top of my list, it has to be my college freshman who is undoubtedly bringing all of his gifts and talents in a way at the age of 18 that I could have never dreamed of. The fact that he is doing what he loves to do, which interesting enough is communicating and talking. I would not find that to be strange that he is literally aligned to the profession of his mom, but that is uh, indeed a place of real joy is when you can see your children living out their gifts and talents and beginning to understand sort of their purpose and passions in a way I could not have imagined. I think there's other things in my life that are bringing me joy. I have an amazing team. I cannot acknowledge this amazing team, Athena, more than we've already talked about in this segment. There's Besides you, Becky and Dave, there's others that are part of this team and we're doing work that truly is bringing transformation. I'm getting to have conversations with people that I love and admire and have mentored and poured into my life. So stay tuned, folks, for some great conversations. All of that is bringing me joy. And I think the the center of it is just really feeling like this is the season and time of great alignment. We've been trying to do this podcast for a while. Tammy has been responsible for the delay. <laughs> I'm at the place where it feels like the right timing and the right alignment is, having, is, is happening for us to have the conversations that matter. So all of that is bringing me joy. Speaking of time, I think we are at time, Tammy. That was quite a powerful inaugural episode. We're all looking forward to more. I want to thank you for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, that went really fast for me. And I don't feel like I've been uncomfortable enough yet. So I'm looking forward to future episodes where I really feel some discomfort. (laughs) Well, Dave, we're going to bring it just for you. We're going to bring the uncomfortable conversations. Us being able to have these crucial conversations, I think, are critical. And you can expect us to have edgy conversations. You can expect us to talk about the things that make us uncomfortable, but will make us better. In every episode to come, I or a member of Team Athena will feature a guest who is doing bold work that starts from a place of authenticity. You'll recognize some of my guests. Some you might not, regardless of who they are or the field that they come from, will have honest conversations rooted in tough questions through it all. We hope to inspire our listeners to have your own honest conversations. We're excited to begin this journey, and we are thrilled that you're along for it. Our next episode, our first episode with a guest, will be none other than one of my favorite people on the planet, and that is Dr. Howard Fuller. Not only is Dr. Fuller an activist, reformer, and educator, but he's a personal friend and mentor of mine. You are not going to want to miss that episode. 
Thank you for joining us on the Edge of Equity. Please join our email list at info at athenacommunicationsllc.com so you don't miss a single episode. The link is also in the show notes. You can also support the show by sharing it on social media with your personal and professional networks, suggesting guests and topics for us to spotlight, and engaging in crucial conversations about systems change. Thank you.